I I want to say that one of my uh-huh. favorite things that we ever did that we ever published on our mm-hmm. YouTube channel was when Will did his holiday treats on oh, yeah. the on the holiday mm-hmm. special. And every day he wore this uncomfortable itchy sweater and he had like a <laughs> yeah. Reese's like and then he had like an M&M and then he had a Kit Kat and it was all like holiday themed nice. and he delivered it so straight and so dry. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember, I just watched it and I just fucking giggled the whole time because he, he'd eat like a Hershey's kiss and he'd be like, oh my, mm, that's too much for me today. Mm. Mountain Dew gingerbread snapped. I'm afraid of this one. I don't, I love gingerbread. I used to love Mountain Dew. I don't anymore. It makes me sick if I drink too much of it. What the fuck? And I just thought that was the most uh, fucking entertaining thing we ever put on the YouTube channel. I remember exactly what you're talking yes. about. And it's burned in my brain. Yes. I think about it every once in a it's while. It's so minimal, Classic. but so big. It was yeah. just like, I loved that so much. And I want him to do something like that with coffee. I want it, I want it to be like Will's coffee time. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Mega Dads Live is a mature-rated podcast. It's for the Mega Dads, the Mega Moms, but not the Mega Kids. So put on those earmuffs and let's go! Uh, (laughs) This morning routine isn't anything to talk about. It's apologetically wake my wife so I can have the room reassemble the PC so I can have this and then, you know, brush my teeth, you know, wash face, all that jazz. Oh, shit. It's I not interesting. My teeth. Oh, my God. A little bit, little do you, you don't drink coffee, right? You admi- admitted that to us oh, no. before. No, I drink oh, you coffee. you do drink yeah. coffee. Okay, no, I am, I am, I am one of those caffeine dependent people. I get how headaches. Do you, how do you feel about people when they say I don't drink coffee? Like, what is your reaction deep down? Like, oh, okay. I don't drink coffee. Cool. That's you. I was, like, that you. I knew there was an asshole on this podcast <laughs> who says I don't hey. drink coffee. <laughs> I just I don't drink not coffee. to drink it. Oh my god! Great, congratulations. Are you guys well, both coffee dependent? I mean, every most people are. Adam, fucking Puritan. Right. I'm goddammit. not. I'm not as dependent as I used to be. I used to work at a coffee shop, and oh. I could have all the free espresso I wanted. You're getting high on your own supply right that, that was that was the time. Uh, at the worst, I was I was hitting like ten shots of espresso a day. <gasps> oh, dude! Oh, yeah, dude. what's that like? Uh, the first couple times it's bananas, um, but then <laughs> and he's just watching sunrises. You're just chasing that ten shot espresso high. No, no, it, it's it's not like that. Well, I have um, I have ADHD, no. so so caffeine doesn't hit me quite the same. As it does everybody else. Um, In what way? I was way? just kind of a lot more. It does, unless I go like way above my usual consumption. I don't like get hyped up or anything. It doesn't wake me up or keep me up. Mm-hmm. It just kind of keeps keeps things quiet in my head a little bit. It makes it a little easier to focus on stuff. Nice. Huh. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been self medicating with caffeine since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was Mountain Dew then. I can't touch that stuff anymore. Um, mm. 
burn myself out on it. And, and like when I said I was up to 10 shots of espresso, I didn't do that all the time. And, you know, it's not like I went from zero to 10 or anything like that. Um, now I'm down to I, I just have I just have uh, a glass of cold brew a day. Um, What's that? That's what my wife that drinks. That is, yeah, yeah that's when you, um, no. No? No, the okay. very, that's no, not different. what my wife drinks. No. Okay, iced coffee is, you make the coffee normally, you know, so it's hot, and then you ice it. I don't like iced coffee. I think it's bitter. I think, I think it just kind of brings out more bitterness to it. Mm. Cold brew is you take the grounds and you leave them in kind of room temperature water, and it's kind of like a longer steep. Whoa. And you end up with what is essentially concentrate and you got to cut it a little bit. Oh, shit. If you, make <laughs> it, if you make it yourself, you can buy it at the store and like, it's fine. Just drink it that way. Um, but it's a lot smoother, in my opinion, that way. And that's just my preferred consumption method anymore. It's cold. You know brew. what this is? A cup. Grape Kool-Aid. Grape? So uh, thank you for sharing your knowledge with me, Will. Your life is fascinating, and I will continue to go to you uh, for all of my questions related to coffee from now on. And Adam, what the fuck is your problem? Mega Dad's being super positive. I know. What about that happening. Sailor Moon drawing in the background? I'm always interested. That Sailor Moon drawing has not left ever since we started uh, recording with you again. Oh, yeah, no, that is just, um... Am I right? Is that Sailor Moon? Yeah, no, it is. Anime shit no, it's it's not. That is a picture that my son found of his own accord and colored it for my oh, wife as a present. That's so nice. Yeah, there he is. Go. He's really nice. I forgot about our kids. We could be super positive. Your, your kids are nice. Yeah, huh? Sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. My super positive is my son. Yeah. You know, we played Fortnite the other night Ooh. and, you know, we ended up winning this one game and he did really well. And I was like, good job. You'll carry me soon in this. Oh, video yeah. Game. Oh, yeah. yes, they they're, will. They're so good. Their dexterity. These kids. I mean, crazy. really, just anything that means I have to try less in a competitive online environment is fine. The place to be for Megadads socials is the Megadads Discord, where you can engage with your favorite Megadads, as well as other friends of the Megadads every single day in our stress-free and welcoming social space. When you're a member of our Discord, you will get alerts for all of our content drops, so you never have to miss a review, a podcast, or a hot take. Partake in our fun weekly Megadads holidays like Waluigi Wednesday and Final Fantasy Sunday and become an active participant to make it on JB's Discord leaderboard. Megadad's Discord is fun, free, and follows you wherever you go. Join us today and become part of the conversation. Cocoon is a puzzle adventure game developed by Geometric Interactive, published by Annapurna, which Annapurna does not okay. miss. And it's available on all platforms. This I was not aware of. Talk to me about Cocoon. So there was a somewhat of a shadow drop on Xbox Game Pass. This game is on all platforms, like you said, and it's a puzzle adventure game. The first thing that I need to say is I don't 
typically like puzzle games. Like if that is the draw, I I really don't want to work my brain and solve puzzles <laughs> and put the key into the lock and all that stuff. It's just it's not my go-to thing. And I the reason that I picked it up though is for a game like that to draw my attention. It really has to be standout. So this um, game is actually uh, by one of the creators of uh, Inside, Jeppy Carlson, I think, uh, the lead gameplay designer of Limbo and Inside. Okay. So I played Inside first, and I sat down with it, and I didn't stop. I didn't get up until I beat the game because it pulled me in that much. There was just something about it. Um, the mystery, the the visual style, that it, it drew me in. And then as soon as I finished Inside, I finally went back to play Limbo. And again, same thing. I just played it until I completed the game. So when I heard that, that's what piqued my interest. And I was like, let me try Cocoon. And it doesn't disappoint. Um, this game has universal acclaim out the gate. And it belongs in the same tier as those other games. It's a and very it, different visual. Like just absolutely. looking at the game, totally different. It it is it is very impressive what they're able to achieve. So, like you said, visuals are the first thing that stand out to you. Um, it's a like a geometric alien insect like like motif with like uh, po- colorful um, popping neon colors and and sprites and so there's a lot going on the animations of everything from the world moving and the creatures moving it's it's hard to describe but a lot is put into the way the world reacts and it's almost like things that are uh, typically like stationary or, or not alive all of a sudden come alive and very organic and looking turn and flip yeah it's a very odd thing to describe but you really should uh, experience it for yourself and what's interesting about th- that is typically a game will show its cards in that way like visually you're like okay here's what we're going for and then it kind of falls to the background and you know you're just in there they keep doing visual uh they present things in like in such an artful way that you just stop like a a lot of times my character uh you know you could just progress you know go to the next thing but i waited for that animation and that that music and that like when you i finally accomplished something you know they're like you know like however (laughs) games do it they're like you did it it's dead you open the thing whatever it's like a crescendo of like sound and visuals that's like wow that's that's something i haven't seen before and i think that's the pull of the game this game is unique um in in capturing the game footage because we're like oh let's capture the game footage of what we're playing five ten minutes so that was my goal i'm like let me sit here and just capture some footage first and then i'll go and play on something else i started on pc uh xbox game pass uh pc and then i you know go to the xbox later i sit down for supposed to be five ten minutes i could not stop and i played a full hour and i had like uh you know 78 gigs of like because i was capturing full like uh, resolution i i was like like filling my computer up <laughs> this game i was like oh my god but it was um it was a fantastic experience um the game has no tutorial 
it throws you into a world with very minimal intro and then it's just like boom you're there and we've seen that you know yeah i mean that's kind of that's kind of this dude's bread and butter right it's just like all of these all of these artsy games right it's like we're there's going to be no tutorial at all there's going to be no uh spoken word no i I think a good a good puzzle game doesn't need one yeah it should just start out simple enough to give you the idea of what you're supposed to be doing and then add the layers as you go like it shouldn't need one absolutely in my opinion no you're spot on and that's what it does it throws you into the world and slowly lets you discover everything so you know you start with the movement you figure out what your uh, mechanics are and how you're going to interact with the world and it's simple it's like hold this at certain points you can jump you can at at certain points you can activate this then you can lead creatures like pikmin style then you can and it keeps unrolling i was gonna i was gonna ask like is there a is there like a puzzle hook like to me my favorite puzzle games you know like portal and wayfinder it's like okay here is the idea and then they use that idea to expand and widen to have more unique puzzles is there a hook to this or is it just I does it continue to evolve so in the first hour that i played it kept evolving the entire time every few minutes it introduces another layer and not until i would say about 30 minutes in do you really start to understand what the game is doing at its core so what it ends up being and the big like shtick or the thing that's very unique about the game is you start to be in this alien world solving puzzles and then you realize that you are pulled out and up out of the world and then where you just were is in the shape of like a marble and i'm taking off my headphones because i'm in i'm going to get this video game and i don't want to hear anything else (laughs) (laughs) this is this is so good this is so good so the the marble you look down at the world and you can kind of see things happening inside of it once you uh, are lifted out of it. So you are like a bug-ish, like um, kind of faceless, like a uh, soldier type thing. Like it's very odd, but you play as just like a thing that can, you have like kind of like wings a little bit and uh, you are some type of weird insect creature and you are exploring and getting through the next barrier, getting through the next barrier. and. I don't want to spoil too much, but basically it is like puzzles, but they are done in such a unique way that someone like me who doesn't like puzzles was definitely pulled in. The difficulty is, I would say, spot on. I was stuck a few times, but never so much where I got frustrated. And there's everything from visual puzzles to like music to... uh, Okay, so it really is just like a wide array of Wide variety. So when you come out of the world that you were just in and you get sucked up to the overworld, Mm -hmm. you realize that there are other marbles that you can go into. So there are worlds sitting around and you can pick up the world and take it with you like an item. Oh, weird. And the world ends up giving you, when you conquer the world, uh, and you unlock its true potential, that world becomes a type of tool and power-up, and you can do things with it to manipulate the overworld. Then very, it very really cool. gets crazy. Then it says, and it reveals this beautifully, that this world that you've unlocked the potential of, you can carry that on your back and jump into another world. 
and now I have a a uh, a water world like marble, right? Uh, like a swampy uh, ecosystem in my hands, and I've conquered it, and then I could put it on my back and jump into the desert world marble, and then I'm in there doing puzzles, and then suffice to say that once you introduce this mechanic, it starts to unravel more and more. Right. It starts to give you more uh, options on what to do, and and as soon as this happened and it gets mind bending, I'm a little scared because I'm like, is this going to get too complex? Right. Surprisingly, again, the difficulty just keeps on pace, and I was never truly lost, but I was constantly fascinated because everything is a mystery, everything mm-hmm. is a spectacle, everything is unexpected. That was the big world. I was like. As soon as I was doing this, I was like, "Okay, this is cool. It looks cool. It has great concepts, but where's the sense of danger? Where's is there any the- combat or anything?" Yeah, I'm like, "Where's the action? Nothing's nothing's pushing back against me." Yeah. And then they introduce the enemies and the this it's basically boss battles. I went back and forth, and my first thought was these are some of the best boss fights that I've experienced. And then I'm like, is that too strong? I think they're the most interesting boss battles that I've ever had. But then I came back to it being the best. Because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, really, what are boss battles? Visually, they should be impressive. Scale should be involved. Like, but, but really, you should say, like, whoa, this is cool. And I was saying, whoa, this is cool. So I think that to not oversell it, I think it should be played by people who maybe aren't fans of the genre um i think that it's 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 a gem and it again it kind of shadow dropped i think it was introduced at one point and won awards for like most anticipated game coming so it was on some people's radar i I forget where it was revealed but cocoon is a excellent game i played an hour right and then i'm like okay i'm finishing this game similar to how i am with inside and similar to how I did with Limbo, right? I'm like, it's it's just a given. Like this, there, this is a play to the end game. And then I had to look up how much time it takes to beat. Mm-hmm. Can you guess for me, Adam, how much time it takes to beat this game? Well, I'm guessing if you haven't beat it yet, this is gonna be like a 60 hour game, right? Three and a half hours is the play time right now on time to beat so like uh, people go really and they register so what's happening is at at first i was like okay that's disappointing because like it's a type of game where you would want more right but what i'm understanding is that what they must have done is this game is so tight and and introducing more and more at such a perfect pace yeah. that i think they just focused did like perfect pacing for three hours and just left you with like, we're just giving you only the best. And, you know, and and we're keeping our creativity at 10, you know, like 10 out of 10, the whole three hours. And that's it. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to drop no this right here. Come back, Will. All right. Will's coming back. It's good. Will. I, 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 I tried to keep it spoiler free as possible. Will is back. Adam has a hot take. I think Will is going to, I bet, I bet you you're both going to agree with me. Okay. You give you give me a compact, tight experience that delivers for the entire duration of it, and that every 
every time I'm going to I'm gonna appreciate that more than a game that says we've got a hundred hours of gameplay. The fact that the upcoming Assassin's Creed, they, they're they like, you can beat this game in like 10 hours. I'm like, I'm back. I'm back Ooh. into Assassin's Creed because yeah. the last thing I wanted to do is spend fucking 80 hours in Valhalla. No, I don't want that. <laughs> right? I want the tight, give me what you're going to give me, deliver it in the package that you... That, I feel like so many games are inflated. They're overextended mm -hmm. because Absolutely. they want to do all the things they want to do. No, yeah. just give me a great idea and you give it to me within like, like I said, a dozen hours is perfect for me. Nice. So now, anytime, guess. anytime a game I hear it's, you know, what some people would complain about being too short. To me, that's a plus. That is a benefit <laughs> because to me, that says that the creators had a vision and, and they stuck to it. They didn't, yes. they yep. didn't crumble to, you know, the, the idea that there is value in hours played. I don't, yeah. I, that's bullshit. That's not where value is in a video game. Right. It's, it's a must play. Um, long story short, guess how much the retail is on this again. It's on, it's on game pass. I was going to ask 25 bucks. Well, um, 30 bucks, 1999. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's uh, perfect. It's, it's a I think that it speaks to the quality. You know, I, I, I think a, a steel thing and it's going to, you know, go on sale like everything. But, you know, I think like a, a 1499 was what I was expecting before I looked it up. But I was like 20. I was like, typically I'd be like for for a, such a short, short, tight experience. But then you come right back to the quality and you say, yes, $20 yeah. is more than fair yeah. for it's an achievement game. It is. It will go down. In, in like the puzzle game hall of fame it, it's that good um and people will remember it it'll stick with you once you once you finish it it looks okay. really cool and the will's on board um mm -hmm. i have a massive back catalog but i guarantee i picked this up like you said when it does go on sale inevitably yeah. probably uh spring or whatever next year yeah so. i'm i'm playing too many things right now but as soon as i get some of that stuff out of the way yeah, no, I'm definitely going to look into this. If you want to, you could beat it in a sitting. It's sitting at an 89 on Metacritic uh, right I can't now. sit that long, dude. I can't. Can. I can't sit that long. <laughs> I, I can I can sit that long. <laughs> we'll just, we'll I, don't, just I, don't know, I don't know how long it is, but I can sit that long. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's Adam here from Megadads to tell you all about Zencaster. You know, I've been podcasting here at Megadads for almost... 10 years and after fumbling around and struggling with other programs and platforms, I'm happy to say that the team has settled right here with Zencaster to record all of our podcasts. Zencaster is incredibly easy to set up and use right out of the gate. You can get going with podcasts that have studio quality sound as well as high fidelity video for everyone on your podcast. And with built-in multi-track recording, your post-production work is going to go off without a hitch. That multi-track recording is essential. It is the number one thing that you need for your podcast recording and editing. If you want to do it right, you got to do it with Zencaster. 
And with a suite of tools, your post-production work is gonna be so easy, you can take out awkward pauses, you can adjust your recording levels on all of your multi-tracks, you can take out that pesky background sound, all with the click of a button, it's incredibly easy to use. We use Zencaster for everything here at Megadads, from recording our episodes of Megadads Live, having team meetings, even this advertisement right here is created with Zencaster, I honestly don't know why you'd use anything else. Isn't that right, Mabel? <laughs> Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use the code Megadads. This is important now. Use the code Megadads. You're gonna get 30% off of your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience that I do for all your podcasting and content creation needs. It's time to share your story. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use that code Megadads. You think you can make a better podcast than me? Place to start is Zencaster. So, yeah, it's not Christmas time. It's fall time. It's fall time. It's a little warm where I am, but that's because I live in a very unpleasant place. (laughs) But it's fall time. It's fall time, so I have to recommend one of my favorite fall things and that is the like limp the um shit like limited series over the garden wall uh you can watch it on hulu i believe is the service it's on now uh hbo max fucking dropped it at the end of september at the end of august right before peak watch time (laughs) but that's because they're you know fuck sticks but you know I won't do that. Over the Garden Wall is a short, I believe it's 10 or 12 episodes. The episodes are like 15 each, like 11, 12, somewhere in there. It is an animated thing. It's set. It, it The whole thing just oozes fall and Halloween out of its every pore. It is my, it is my favorite comfort watch in autumn Halloween. I watch it every year. I love it. It's got a star-studded voice cast. Elijah Wood plays uh, one of the main characters. Uh, animated then CG. Yeah. No, no drawn. Traditionally it animated. Looks like uh, a storybook. Christopher Lloyd is in it. Um, it's it's great. It's great. And uh, John Cleese is also in it for a little bit. 2014. 2014. Yeah. And I have watched it like every year since. I didn't know this existed. It looks very good. It's so good. Is it dark or is it for kids? Um, It's at the end. It gets a little dark, a little bit. I would still say kids are fine maybe not the super little ones it might be a little much for them toward the end or it might be the kind where they don't even notice you know who knows kids don't pick up on stuff sometimes but um the first few episodes are more of that just good fall warm hug bullshit that you know is just great um the second episode is about them going into a town and they're having a harvest festival it it I'm not going to tell you how that episode ends, but like all of them have a little twist at the end of all of these stories. And then there's like a bigger twist at the end. And at the end, you're like, I don't know how much of that, you know, was quote unquote real in this canon or whatever. 
I shouldn't have said that. Tim Curry's in it too. He plays uh, Auntie. <laughs> Tim Curry plays a character named Auntie Whispers. It says here the series centers on two half brothers who travel across a yes. mysterious forest yes. to find their way home. The land. Encountering encountering a variety of strange and fantastical mm-hmm. things. So the genre that's listed here is dark fantasy, comedy, mystery, adventure, horror. It has like all the genres. All the things. I would say horror is maybe a strong word. Okay. I think dark fantasy is appropriate. Because mm-hmm. everything kind of has that little undertone to it that you see from place to place. I would not call this horror, though. To say that, um, if you have any appreciation for animation at all, uh, one, talk to me so we can be friends. Two, watch over the Garden Wall if you haven't already. If you have any appreciation for it at all and you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing and go watch it right now. It is fantastic. It's one of my favorites of all time. I'm embarrassed to say that I still don't have Hulu. Still oh. don't oh. have Hulu, and oh, I'm ashamed no. of it. <laughs> you don't have Disney? You you just didn't pay I have Disney, but I haven't done the bundle oh, thing. Dude, it's like $2. I'm living a terrible life. Well, with a PlayStation fan, I understand. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you are. for watching and listening to this episode of Mega Dads Live, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.